0: We spooked by the asteroids around me, but then I had lucked out with three chumps and found me. We gotta go see these.
1: That's what he said.
0: Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Butcher, Baker, Candlemaker in Space. Hope everybody's doing well. Joining me tonight is Baker.
2: Hello, space buddies.
1: <laughs> and Pantagruia.
0: <Patrick>
1: <laughs> Howdy, or something.
0: Yes, something. Was
1: that, was, was that authentic sounding?
2: I thought it was me. It was like a clone or something. <laughs>
0: So definitely having a good time and, uh, hope you guys are too. Uh, it is, um, yeah, we're, we're kind of, we're in that, uh, spot where, you know, there really isn't any buzz. Uh, they're, they're most likely going to be done for the, uh, you know, for the holiday season. And so we're just enjoying, um, the big juicy, um, update that they left us, uh, And uh, it is, it's definitely made some interesting opportunities in the game as far as, uh, you know, changing up the gameplay. Um, Currently I'm running, you know, my hard normal, you know, which is my uh, closest thing to permadeath without having to worry about dying. Um, And a normal save and a relaxed save. And it is drastically different between each one of them. So normal is, it doesn't really seem like there's a lot of changes to it. Um, Everything kind of works the way it did. Ships are a little more expensive, but that's mostly because they've got more slots now. And, uh, you know, everything kind of works like normal. Um but you know, the hard mode is dramatically harder, you know, when you do, you know, with the harsh economy and, you know, set everything to, you know, kill, kill, kill. And, you know, um, you you can set the, you know, how much stuff breaks to, to you know, a lot. <laughs> and so, I mean... <laughs> I, I, I jumped off of a structure and landed on the ground, um, a little too hard and, you know, took, took just a little bit of damage. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like falling down the side of a cliff <clears throat> and just that little tiny bit took about, you know, maybe a fifth of my, um, uh, my shield down and it broke my, my multi-tool.
1: Oh no! Yeah. Did you drop your multi tool? <laughs> I, I guess I must <laughs> have, because it was,
0: um, yeah. So I had to fix the uh, the advanced uh, the advanced laser. Um, Man, so it's it's not messing around.
2: Not, not even joking, but kind of. How does that make you feel, Ray? <laughs> How do you feel about having to repair things?
0: It's, it's pretty annoying. All (laughs) right.
2: I'm not okay with it. I don't like it at all.
0: (laughs) It's, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, in fallout, it was perfectly expected. You know, you use your gun, it's going to wear out. You're going to have to fix it. Um, but, uh, you know, in no man's sky. I mean, that was never a thing. The only time you ever had to worry about stuff breaking was when you went through a, um, uh, you know, warp to a new galaxy or went through a black hole.
2: Which is why a lot of the times I didn't do those or had backup junker stuff. Right. Yeah. 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 So
0: now it just breaks all the time.
2: Now I don't – makes me not want to use your main stuff at all, right? (laughs) I don't understand why.
0: But, I mean, how do you do that? (laughs)
2: I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I'm mad. It's like, now it's like, oh, I want to get in a fight with something, but I don't, I I got all this brand new stuff I just put on my ship. I don't want to get it destroyed or all. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I don't like repairing things in this game. Yeah, It just boils down to that. I think.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was, you know, when the, when the update first came out, I was flying through a, an asteroid field and. Whenever you would fly through an asteroid field, you know you might you might bother to shoot the asteroids in front of you, or you might just crash into them, and and it would still give you the you know the loot from it, and you know you'd carry on. Um, but the first time I did that in the new hard setting, uh, it broke stuff in my ship. I'm like whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute, this is not cool.
2: Yeah, it's. <laughs> Uh is it okay, but I haven't tried any of the newer settings, honestly, I started a brand new character with everything set to the worst settings possible, and that's all I've done, so is it like this in every setting is, no, no if, it's, okay
0: so there's that's there's three off. different levels um on that slider um it's three or four it's I think it's three um so, you know, you can you can set it to breaks a lot, breaks sometimes and never breaks. And uh So, yeah, when you're when you're in the hard mode, you know, in permadeath, and in perma, even with permadeath, there's still a couple of settings that you can make harder. Um so but it uh yeah. And it it's always the oh. least convenient stuff. You know, that takes the most unique um components to repair. But, you know, I run around now yeah. with just, you know, stacks of wiring looms and all kinds of esoteric uh you know, components like, you know, cadmium and phosphorus and all that kind of stuff. Maybe,
1: maybe that's why they gave us all the extra space.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we could keep keep supplies <laughs> for repairing our crap constantly.
1: Yeah, I'm turning
2: that slider off. Like there, <laughs> I, I don't. It's it's much like the food and like when we had to f- eat and drink in Fallout 76 before they yeah. change that. It's like that where I mean <laughs> I can do it, it, you know. But it's like it seems like a unnecessary bullshit yeah. to me when there's already other things I gotta watch. Like I might run far away from my ship and forget to fill my launch thrusters. There's things that I need to pay attention to that are not broken stuff on my ship and my multi-tool and in my exosuit and maybe even a shoe Are my shoes going to start coming apart. Do I need to go and like have things fixed on my suit? <laughs> like, am I going to have seal breaks and stuff where I start losing oxygen in space? At what point I don't want to fix things. <laughs> i lazy. to carry around
1: little bits of cardboard to put in your shoes to patch the holes.
2: Duct tape. We're going to start duct having tape. to buy duct tape in the, ex- or in the <laughs> space anomaly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, so, so the other thing that really kind of threw me for a loop, um, is that if you're, if you play with, uh, the economy setting to harsh, um, so there is no longer, uh, ferrite dust, oxygen, or sodium in any of the vendors. Oh my. And so... Yeah, the first time I, you know, I I went to the space station and, you know, did my normal thing, I ran in and, you know, went to buy all the oxygen that they had and, yeah, it's not there. It it briefly mentions that in the settings, you know, but not directly. It, you know, some basic necessities may not be available in in stations. You know.
2: You just shoot the ground, Ray. That's all you do anyway.
0: Well, and and so now, now you just have to also keep an eye out for any of the hazardous plants on the surface. And, you know, right. make sure you target them. So yeah, and you know, I I've thrown away more uh carbon and ferrite dust um mm-hmm. because of the stack sizes. Mm. And, uh, you know, you, you can only have so many stacks of that before it starts eating up all your inventory.
2: Now you shoot the ocean, you get fish sticks. Can you shoot those glowing plants and get the oxygen from that too?
0: No, just like you can't shoot the little red and yellow, um, plants, you know, that you harvest oxygen and uh, sodium yeah. from on the surface.
2: Uh, to be honest, I've never tried. Like, I'm so bad at aiming with a ship that I don't even try.
0: Mm.
1: So you, I didn't uh, know. But... If you shoot those uh, those glowing plants, you get kelp sacks instead of oxygen.
2: Well, I mean, they try to make it hard for us. <laughs> well,
0: I'm, I'm fairly certain you were the one that asked for it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the right. only thing I'm having an issue with right now, I mean, besides the fact that I've literally not been able to purchase a single module for anything yet. Um, The only thing I'm having an issue with is, is like, I can't afford anything. That's it's like, and I don't want things to break. I don't want to have to fix things unless I intentionally go through a black hole, which I don't do unless I really just like, oh, let's see where this goes. But it's like, I don't want to have to. Fix things every single time I'm in a dogfight with a single ship. That's kind of silly.
0: <laughs> uh, so I mean, still the the most reliable thing is to you know pirate in in Outlaw Systems. Um, so you know if you're very meticulous about it, you go in and you can take out the guns on the uh, freighters uh, before um you know before they sense that you're a threat and then you don't have to worry about getting shot and then you can harvest the containers and and then move on to the next one it you know everything else is n- not going to net you much money i mean gathering cobalt you know where you used to be able to spend you know a few minutes in a in a cave you know, gathering cobalt and then, you know, have, you know, close to a million uh, units in the bank, Um, you know, now you're lucky if you can make uh, 10 or 20,000.
2: Okay. So assuming that you don't have the um, economy scanner installed just yet, you're a fresh character and you're, How do you find one of these systems without the economy scanner? Is there any way to tell?
0: Nope.
2: So you just jump from system to system and just hope you land in one.
1: Use your intuition.
0: Yeah. So yeah, how you get the you just get the economy (laughs) scanner. So there's a couple of ways you can get it. So um, if it, it. when you go to a distress beacon site, um, it is one of the, um, one of the plans that you can get, uh, from doing that. You may have to do six or seven of them, um, in order to get to it, but you can get the economy scanner through the, uh, distress beacons. Um, you know, the other thing is that it, you know, you just scrape up, you know, any nanites that you can find in the in little settlement buildings and in space stations, especially uh, well the Viking systems. And you know, get get enough nanites to uh, to go to the anomaly and buy it. So it's. You know, it, it's not terribly expensive, even on harsh um, settings. But, uh, yeah, it's it, it's pretty much the only way um, to be able to to actually see a system. Otherwise, it's just, you know, jump, jump, jump until you stumble on one.
2: Which I'm fine with. I would normally, that would be my MO, and I can tell you in normal mode, I land on them all the time in my quest for finding the another good derelict. Mm-hmm. I, I jump into pirate systems randomly all the time because I'm not looking at any details about the system. I'm like, let's jump in this direction to see what happens. And I land in them constantly. In this, in my harsh, harsh, harsh mode character, I haven't seen one yet. Yeah. And I'm jumping, oh, wow. uh, yeah, I'm jumping quite a bit. And not once have I seen one. And... Like I'm, I think I'm right at 500 nanites. Like I'm, any other time I would have cashed in all of my stuff to try to get what I need, you know. But I was like, man, maybe I'll just jump into a pirate system on a, on my own. Maybe it'll just happen. And so far, nothing. And I can't really afford to grab ships, scrap them, and sell the modules and and get what I need. So I'm just taking whatever I can get from containers. Or places on the ground, you know, where you go inside those buildings and you get like 40 or 50 nanites. Yeah. So I'm just taking what I can get until I get to that point where I can become a pirate. But I can tell you I'm 15 hours into this, into this so far, into this character. And not once have I seen a pirate system. And I'm so close to death so many times that I don't think I'm going to see one before this character bites it.
0: Yeah, it- it, uh, it's definitely, you know, it, it's hard to get ahead with, when, when, when those harsh settings, cause everything is, everything is so expensive and you know, the, the prices you get paid for stuff are really low and it, uh it definitely takes a lot, a lot of work, but that... <clears throat> Yeah, I would say, you know, spend some time on the ground, um, finding, uh, distress beacons, you know, buy the maps or, um, get yourself, you know, build a Minotaur, um, and put the, yeah, yeah. uh, you know, but then you've got to be able to pay for the extra scanner on that. So, you know, that's, that's going to be a tough call too.
2: That's more nanites, right? Yep. Yeah. Damn. I've got, I find salvage tech all the time. I've got units because I sell some of that savage, salvage tech data and I get units. But the nanites are so hard to get in this mode. Yeah. So, and, but it's fun. It's given an extra, an extra bump to it that, you know, well, probably you know. all I needed before in the <clears throat> other mode was just like bump the economy down. Make it harder. But, I mean, by that point I was already stinky rich on my other character. So it doesn't matter.
0: I mean, you, you know the the fastest way to get nanites. Larval cores.
2: I was sure you were going to say moly balls. No, no.
0: That's, <laughs> that takes way too much time. <laughs> and there's no danger know. involved in that.
2: Jen and her frog hopping in her minotaur, it's pretty quick.
1: Yeah, the frog hopping in the minotaur is pretty quick. Then the, what is it, larval cores are like 200 per?
2: I, yeah, I've got, no, I think they were only 50, right? Yeah, and I'm sure 50. they're less now. Yeah. I would absolutely yeah. bet it. I bet it's less in the hardest mode. Oh, I've got an right. Infested in the hardest planet, mode. I'll go check right. out. I've got an infested right. planet on my save that I will go check out and see if I can, see if I can get something from that, um, without dying. Oh my God. <laughs> this is, this is the end of that character. Next week I'll be letting you guys <laughs> know how I died screaming
0: <laughs> and how I've started to wear a new one. Yeah. When the horrors glitch into the hole that you dug underneath the ground, oh gosh!
2: How how oh I have like, like nothing either. I've got almost nothing to protect myself, and I know they're going to be strong in that mode. Oh my god!
0: Yeah,
2: I'm no, I uh, got kind of a shake so, going on just thinking
0: about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So do, do the you know do the the uh, base building tra- technique. So you know, put down a base. Yeah. And build a wall uh, around one of the, um, you know, one of the clusters. And then hop up on top of the building, shoot one of the eggs. All the horrors pop up inside the walls. And then you go run around to all the other ones and pick them up.
2: Okay. Is there a trick where I can go away? Like a few feet and then no, come back no. and everything. Come, <laughs> yeah. There's that nothing one like takes that. Some,
0: that ah. one takes days to respawn.
2: I have not messed with that since they bumped up how scary those things are. So I haven't messed with yeah. it at all in a long time.
0: Yeah. And, but then the other I, thing I'm is, that, is that you can, you know, once you're, once you're done, just go, you know, um, tear down all your walls. You know, once the swarm has subsided, um, tear down all your, all your walls and pick up your, um, uh your base computer and off you go to the next one.
2: Well what well maybe it would be better to get an infested planet and build myself a network of bases on that planet and just jump from each one to each one and just kind of have my system set up on each one before. Yeah. Because nanites seem to be the currency I need the most. So yeah, before I go into piracy to before going into piracy maybe i got to do the even scarier thing of fighting yeah. with those fucking monstrosities so oh, the other God, the other thing terrifying. would be
0: to um to fight uh sentinels um no <laughs> cuz you can you know you can get that uh, get the glass and and that'll often uh give you uh, uh modules that you can then sell and be on your merry way.
2: I did forget that. Like, yeah. I forgot about the glass. I don't know which one's more because it's easier to hide from the monstrosities than it is to hide from sentinels.
0: No, mm.
2: I feel no. no,
0: no. So go, they f- don't come into buildings. Right. Go inside a building.
1: Yeah. But that's you for both. A, if you have a settlement,
0: well, but the thing is, is that the the sentinels will follow you into the building. They just sh- won't shoot you while they're in there.
1: No, it's like they forget yeah. what they're doing and they just kind of hang out there. So, yeah. so you can I've,
0: shoot them and and uh, and collect their goodies.
1: In my settlement, mm-hmm. every time I have a sentinel attack, I just uh, I just kind of hang out in a doorway.
0: Yeah, nice little portico. Then,
1: yeah, lure them in and. Like fish in a barrel.
2: Yeah, that is the best way to take those guys out. I wish uh, the Sentinel mech would just kind of hover in front of a doorway so you could lob (laughs) grenades at it like that. Right. They always seem to go behind the building when you're hiding in there.
0: Yeah. So what else can you do? Yeah, so... Um, and really the only, you know, the time consuming thing about the uh, runaway mold is refining that down because um, that's a slow refine, um, you know, uh, to refine a stack of those into nanites.
1: What I've been doing is I've been gathering all my my runaway mold and then I go to my freighter and I've got all the.
0: Yeah. All yeah, the refining
1: things there. And I just like put them all in and then I go make myself a tea or mm-hmm. a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> and then I come back.
0: Well and that's and good done. because if you go at oh, your God. at your um farm you can put a a single um storage container and you know that'll hold fifty stacks. And that's then that's a really
1: good idea. Then
0: you can Um, go back to your freighter and they're there available in that uh, container. And if you want to get really fancy, um, you know, get unlock, you know, like container number nine and build that in your uh, settlement so that it doesn't interfere with all of your regular, you know, storage junk and then build number nine in your freighter and, You know, you've got one dedicated um, to mold.
1: That's a really good idea.
2: Okay. Well, on a safety level, it would probably be best to go with mold, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. But if I wanted more, faster, I need to brave the monstrosities. Is this what we're saying?
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: It's a tough choice. (laughs) Because I'm broke, so I'm hungry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I need tech I don't have. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I might have to think about that. Maybe I'll try both.
0: Yeah, well, so long term, the the mold is going to be, you know, constant because it's, you know, it's so fast to respawn. So if you find a good a good patch with, you know, thirteen. Moldy Balls, you'd be golden.
2: Well, I know the only way that I got my permadeath character to the point where I could make it to the center of the galaxy was by staying on one safe planet and building up everything I needed. So maybe I do need to go the moldy ball route and just take it safe at first until I can afford at least some shield modules, because, guys, I mean, I've never done so much running and hiding
0: <laughs> in my life.
2: It doesn't matter if I'm on foot or on ship.
0: But, but so, have you been mole riding?
2: I'm not. I do not remember to do that the way you guys do, even though I've got a system that, like, the ground does disappear when it's supposed to do now. Yeah. <laughs> but I just cannot remember to do that. And also, it's like Sentinels follow you in, don't they?
0: No. no. But they'll no, follow you in caves. I...
1: Uh, they used not,
0: to. Do they, they pop up, up in, in caves? caves? Not, I haven't not, seen them in caves. Yeah, not really. Because I've had them where I've been inside of a cave, harvesting, and they're outside, all worked up. You know, because somebody's mining on their planet, and uh, and they never do come inside.
1: So if when I've tunneled down, terrified because I've. You know, stirred up an angry nest of sentinels. I'll, um, I, I mole rat and head down. One might follow me in, but, um, but then it does that inside thing where it gets confused about why it's there. Yeah. It's like it's walked into the room and forgets what it's there for. So while it's deciding <laughs> or trying to remember, you can just <laughs> shoot it. Um, or I'll just, you know, seal the door behind me. I just, you know repair the ground and sit in a hole in the ground till they calm down and then pop back up and get them all angry again and then slide back down.
2: I just, I don't remember tomorrow at, you guys have been doing it for so long (laughs) that it's just second nature. It's like, Oh, there's a storm. There's something going to kill me. Time to go underground. It's like my first thought is run to my ship. Or I'm not, I'm so, I don't, I usually don't get very far from my ship. I think that's one of the things that I trained myself in, you know, my first serious permadeath run was just like your ship, you know, better stay close or you better keep it full. Otherwise you're going to die. Right. So it's kind of like my thoughts every single time I'm in permadeath. So maybe that's why I just don't think about doing that because it's like, oh, something's coming to kill me or I'm in a fight that I can't handle I some my ship. But now even sentinels kill you. So it's hard to get out of that one.
0: Yeah. If, if you, if you've got sentinels chasing you and you hop in your ship, then the, uh, the drones come in after you.
2: Yeah. So there's no,
0: there's no escape in that.
2: Yeah. But what's funny though, is like you can, the building, you guys still get attacked by random, uh, pirate attacks on buildings.
0: Only in pirate systems.
2: I know, I've had them in regular systems too. Have you? And I just ignore them because unless you're in your ship they don't damage your ship. Right. And you go in the building and you can just ignore it. I mean, you see shit exploding all around you, but you can just ignore it. So, it was it's, it's kind of strange that you know, it's it seems like some things are a little off-kilter in the in the most recent updates. And I feel like it I, I feel like I've seen sentinels come into Caves and buildings and stuff They changed the AI Maybe I'm trying to remember Because I actually think even I landed on a planet That said aggressive sentinels and there was not even a single Sentinel on it Sorry hmm. right, I've gone completely Off the rails now just thinking about sentinels That I've experienced like dealt with over the last <laughs> week And trying to remember everything That happened with them Sorry what were we talking about <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, and when you're in that hard mode, uh, you know the it also ratchets up the uh, the animals on the planet that uh, you know become considerably more aggressive. Really. So they'll and they'll, they'll chase you. Everything those will chase you down in the hole. I had one. Or they where
1: bite I, you through the ground.
0: Yeah, I I had one, and I I would I quickly. You know, started burying myself, you know, because, of course, it, you know, it, this thing's attacking me right next to a sentinel. And so I knew if I started shooting the, you know, the aggressive creature, then, you know, the sentinel would unleash on me and, and all of his buddies would show up. Um, so I just buried myself under the ground and the animal glitched right in and, and killed me. Oh.
2: Did they come into buildings?
0: No, they won't come Animal into buildings, like- but they will come into the holes holes in the ground.
2: Okay, so my standard thing that I do every single time I start a new character is when you get to the point where you can build a base, every single time I look for a place where there's already a building there where I can sell things. There's usually a terminal inside, and that's where I set down my first permit death base. So that way it doesn't matter what kind of planet you're on, what kind of animals you're around, what kind of sentinels are going on. It's like you've got a safe spot where you can buy, sell and trade things. And then usually a parking spot for your ship right outside. And it doesn't seem like they've changed that one thing of inside buildings are safe.
0: Yeah, no, they they still are. Um, Even trade posts. So I always do that on trade posts. That's my first stop. Um, As soon as I, as soon as I've, um, you know, taken off and I'm in space and you know, I I scan all the planets, find out which one's the the least worst, and then I find the uh the trade routes and follow them down to the surface and find the uh the trading post. And then I build on the platform mm-hmm. of the trading post.
2: Oh uh, yeah, I love how they look. Um, and all those, there's all those nice little platforms everywhere else where you can put things to decorate. Sure. I like how. Yeah. Um, and then um, like you also have problems.
0: all the ships that are landing and, you know, so you can, you know, to see what kind of ships are in that system.
2: Yeah. Yep. And I did see, it was like you were suggesting, I was able to land at a trade post and was able to see, uh, it didn't land, but I was able to see what the exotic was in that system mm, Yeah. pretty quickly. And I like that. Cause I've that make that might bring exotic hunting back for me if I can actually kind of window shop instead of actually having to wait for the damn thing to land.
0: Yeah. That's, yeah. That's so, hard. um, I started a, a new save, uh, on normal. And so, you know, my first system, it, it had a paradise planet. So of course, you know, went and scouted out the paradise planet, followed the, the, uh, trade route lines, um, from space down to the surface, um, found the uh, trade post set up shop. And while I was, you know, going through and, you know, building things and organizing my, um, the stuff that I had found on my starting planet, um, this red squid flies in. And, uh, holy smokes, it has been so long since I've seen a squid, um, as I call it, in the wild, Um, not one that I've, you know, got the coordinates for and go directly to. Um, And so, you know, of course now, you know, it used to be that if you had, you know, six or 7 million, you could, uh, you know, you could get one of the low end uh, exotics. Uh, But now they're like 23 million for the cheapest one. Oh
1: my gosh.
0: Um, so fortunately I was on a normal save, so I was able to, uh, you know, to scrounge up a bunch of money and, and, uh, and so then the challenge became getting it to land again. Um, so, you know, I tried waiting, I tried reloading, I tried waiting some more. Um, and so it took me three different sessions to finally You know, get it to land, and uh, and go buy one. So it's not my favorite ship, but it's just so rare, Um, and they are really cool looking.
1: It's really pretty. It's like red with like purple, like a purple hue on it.
0: Yeah, it's
1: really pretty. Yeah.
0: So that That was was, that was much easier to do in uh, in normal mode than it would have been in hard mode.
2: <laughs> that that was the one you put up in Discord. Yeah. Yeah, that was really nice. Is it is it do they they didn't change the uh percentage chance of those things landing across modes, right?
0: Uh no, I don't think so. Okay. No, I think they're still the same and you know this was a this was a tier 1 system, so um its spawn rate was really low and it was the only s class ship in that whole system so yeah. but it did give me plenty of time to get together the you know the funds to to uh, buy it i had set up a base and so um i went and you know visited some uh, some freighters and and got some party favors and and then flew back and sold them and and bought my exotic
1: that's awesome. Did
0: you name it? I haven't yet. I'll have to figure Any it thoughts? out. thoughts? <laughs> the, uh, the one that I got in, uh, in my hard mode uh, is a little blue uh, guppy. And so uh, I called that one uh, two ball because it's uh it's blue,
1: uh.
0: yeah, I'll have to come up with a good name for the red squid they They always crack me up, so I can never look at one of those things and not think of the you know the little head massage thing that you can buy at the uh um at the novelty store,
1: yeah, that's oh true. <laughs>
0: So, and you know, those things are, are, you know, they're very special to bald people because I can, I can use those and and not have to worry about my hair getting messed up (laughs) and they feel so good.
1: I get weird chills from them. Yeah. But it is really, that's really funny that you'd say that.
0: But yeah, I, yeah, I can't look at it without thinking of that.
1: <laughs> I want different stripes on the tops of the squids.
0: Yeah, like they those don't tigers, have to be tigers cool. Yeah.
1: yeah, but it I mean, they can choose another animal or another pattern. Mm-hmm. Still upset they swim they swim backwards. Right. Yeah.
2: I need leopard spots on mine, or I'm not gonna yes. fly it. <laughs> how about how about none? I would like just a plain colored one
0: yeah so uh, so I haven't really looked into how they did it but there's there's some folks on the internet that uh are are posting pictures they've they've got um the guppy and the the squid chip um so the guppy is is just the ball there's nothing else attached to it.
1: Oh wow, not even the little tiny fins on the bottom. Not
0: the fins, no landing gear, no no engine. It's just oh, wow. a, just the ball. Um and then for the squid ship, it's just that top part, the you know the triangle piece. And that one looks super cool. It looks a lot like the uh uh the ship from um uh, or the the little creatures from Independence Day, the oh yeah, the sci fi movie, yeah, uh, with the little triangle heads. But uh, yeah, I'm, so I'm not sure how they did that, but um, it, it was kind of funny to see. You know the the problem is is that the you know the computer doesn't know that all the other stuff isn't showing, and so you know the it. The squid ship kind of floats in, you know, in midair and, um, you know, the little ball is just kind of sitting there on the ground. So I have uh, now started to incorporate uh, Exocraft into my plans uh, for new starts uh, because it really is a super handy way of um, getting suit upgrades. So you're finding drop pods. So if right. you've got either the roamer, uh, the pilgrim, um, the big giant one, what that, what's that one called? The Colossus, I think, um, or the nomad. Um, you can put the B class, uh, scanner upgrade on it and it'll, it'll locate, uh, drop pods. Now you can also buy the maps, but, uh, you know, in the long run uh, you know the you know being able to use your exocraft um, is definitely handy.
1: I haven't done that a whole lot yeah it's a really good idea,
0: yeah, so you know i I summon it, I hop in, do the scan, hop out, hop back in my ship, fly to the location, pick up the the upgrade, then summon it again, do another scan, Um, and so it'll give you quite a few of them on a planet before you have to pick up and either move to the other side of the planet or uh, move to a different planet. Uh, Because eventually if you stay in one area, it'll start taking you back to uh, ones you've already been to. So and to unlock those it's uh one antimatter housing uh one um nanotube and 10 of the um uh the compressed sulfur what's that one called um sulf- is it sulfur nitrate Not, i can't remember but it, it's it's where you uh, refine the sulfur um. You know, down one level, so takes right. ten of those.
2: Is it something sulfide?
0: Yeah, I can't remember exactly what it is. No. but it's something. So, um, and then that'll unlock the uh, the suit upgrade. So, so after playing so much in uh, hard mode, I was kind of surprised when I went to normal mode and um, some of the uh, crash ships that I was finding uh, were giving me um, the storage augmentations. I didn't expect that because, you know, in, in hard mode, almost nothing gives you an upgrade. And if it does, it's only going to give you one. So should call it stingy mode.
1: Yeah, I'm still a big <laughs> fan of uh of generous mode.
0: Yeah, but it's definitely been fun. It's uh, you know, re- relaxed mode is a little too relaxed, um, for my taste. It's it's definitely nice sometimes, but uh, you know, I I do like it a little bit of uh, difficulty thrown in.
1: Yeah, I, I don't feel the same pull to play relaxed mode. Mm. Yeah. It's fun. I do enjoy um I do enjoy having the power on.
0: Mm, yes. Being
1: able to switch the power automatically on and not fussing with wires and generators and stuff like that. That's
0: Yeah. Well, th- so the nice thing is is that uh so it wasn't uh it wasn't the waypoints update. Um it was one of the earlier ones. Um, they changed the biogenerator, uh, the one that you build, you know, the uh, at the beginning, uh, where you put in the mm-hmm. carbon or oxygen. Um, so they they fixed that so now it doesn't take nearly as much.
1: Oh, um, really? To
0: power it. Cause it used to be I would always, I would put it, I, you know, when I first fired up the, uh, um, um you know, the generator and the, uh, and the teleporter, I would put in like two or three carbon and yeah. I would have like three seconds, um, <laughs> to quickly switch over and activate the, the, uh, teleporter, um, and then, uh, you know, teleport to where I want to go. Um, so now if you put just one carbon in, um, it powers the generator for uh, 30 minutes minutes. Yep. Dear wow.
1: God. I used to do that too. I'd like you know throw in like two, and then quickly activate the portal, and then I could see it was off, but I'd st- I'd be in the selection screen already. Right. Going ha ha, and then I would you know make my <laughs> know, little getaway. That,
0: that was fun. So the first time <laughs> I did that, and it was in this new uh, new era, I was like oh crap, that takes all the fun out of that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's much kinder to new new yes. players.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because when you're I mean, when you're just starting out, you know, thirty carbon it's a lot. is a big investment.
1: The first time I tried to I was looking for thirty carbon to power that thing, I was out of carbon because I was shooting all kinds of stuff. That I, you know, I was looking for dihydrogen or something like that. And I had to go punch trees. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And you don't get a whole lot when you punch a tree, <laughs> so
0: <laughs> yeah, it takes it takes some time. So it does, you know. And they've also tweaked so not as many of the potted plants um, inside buildings give you carbon anymore. Um, it used to be that they all did, but now uh, only certain ones in the station will give them to you, and only a couple of them in minor settlements will give them to you. Um, so potted plants aren't nearly as uh, productive as they used to be.
1: I always thought it was weird, though, that they gave you carbon. You know, it's like walking into a shopping mall and seeing those ornamental plants and harvesting stuff from, them. like, I always assumed they were you know, plastic. What's wrong
0: with that? <laughs> that's that's how, how I get half my house plants. <laughs>
1: It's harvesting from the mall. Yeah,
0: they go propagate them at home. Jeez. <laughs> That's <laughs> a good ones. idea. <laughs> it. No, no, ones. the real ones, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's got That's Plastic leaves idea. that have been sitting in jars for weeks and they're just not doing anything.
0: Ew, <laughs> what's going on here?
1: <laughs> Start drawing roots on the outside of the glass. Oh, Make my God. Make yourself feel better.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so, you know, one of the offshoots of... Uh, of building paludariums, ah um, oh, yes, is now yes. I have you know collections of of plants, um, you know because the the paludarium you know once it gets established, uh, it is regular pruning. Um, you're cutting out you know huge chunks of plants because these things are are in absolutely perfect conditions to grow, and so they do with earnest. And, uh, you know, so I've got, uh, you know, a, a plant shelf that, uh, is just full of totes with, you know, various clippings that, uh, you just, you know, you throw them in the tote, they, they're under grow lights. And, and so, you know, I've got all these, all these cuttings. And then whenever I build a paludarium, I can just pull stuff out and it's, um, You know, it's already clean. It's not, uh, you know, been exposed to chemicals or fertilizers or anything. Um, And so, you know, I've just got, you know, buckets and buckets of these plants that are just going nuts.
1: Amazing. And I'm glad I'm on headphones so my two plants that are struggling in here don't hear you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know when you get <clears throat> the, so the, the ecosystem is designed to you know to be able to sustain itself. So, you know the the fish and the frogs poop in the water, and the water gets sprayed on the plants, and so the plants are fertilized. And uh, you know it's uh, it's quite the uh, the process, and the plants especially love it. So, um, I don't have to worry about you know, whether I'm, you know, watering them enough or watering them too much. And, um, it takes a while for them to get, you know, established because it's like hydroponics. Um, you know, so they have to learn to, you know, to not worry about their roots being in midair. Um, yeah, but once they are, they just go crazy.
1: Amazing.
0: So it'll be interesting to see. I haven't seen any rumbles at all about, uh, you know, possibly rerunning the, any of the expeditions or, you know, any of that stuff. I think people are so, you know, are still, you know, there's so much in this last update, you know, to wrap your head around. I think people have just, you know, gotten preoccupied with, uh, with figuring out the new systems and, uh, are, uh, you know, satisfied with that. So nobody's really chomping at the bit for anything more.
1: I know we talked about that, um that custom scarlet letter that people will be carrying with them. Is it a tiny Atlas diamond?
0: So they changed that. So now, um you know, because they realized that, you know, no, we don't want to stigmatize our, our uh, player base. Mm-hmm. Um, so what they did was, so they everything is now tagged with, um, the mode that they are in. Okay. Um, so if it's a, if it's the Atlas sign, um, then that's a normal mode. Okay. Um, and I don't remember what permadeath is. Um, if it's custom, it's the little gear symbol. Okay. And if it's, um, if it's relaxed mode, it's the Lotus. Yeah. And I can't remember what, uh, survival and, uh, permanent are. Uh, but so you also see it, uh, if you, if you come across somebody's base, um, it'll give you the indicator. So, you know, what mode they built the base in.
1: Okay. You know, so when you're trying to figure
0: out how in the world they did that, you know, if it was, if it was something that, you know, that you've been trying to build in, in permadeath and can't, and then realize that they built it in creative mode. Um, The cool thing is, is now you can see bases that are built in other modes. Um,
1: Yeah. That's really exciting.
0: Yeah. So they just needed a way to, to uh, demark those. They didn't really want, you know, they they realized the, uh, you know, that stigmatizing people was not the best way to go. So, and then, you know, then to satisfy, you know, the hardcores, they, you know, they, you, there's also an indicator that, uh, if your mode is locked, um, so, you know, you can see, you know, if somebody is, is put themselves in, you know, the, the, in permadeath and locked it, then they're not also going in and, and you know changing settings down and and uh, making it easier for themselves
1: right that makes sense
0: yeah it was definitely a much better way to go yeah so and you know that's the nice thing about hello games you know when you, when you look back at everything they do you know you can see you know their track record is you know they're true they're trying to do the right thing they're trying to be nice guys they're trying to you know uh you know be good to their to their player base and uh you know it it shows in everything they do even even if it you know in in testing mode it, you know they may be trying something different in the end they're gonna they're gonna default to the nice thing to do.
1: Well they're so responsive, you know? Yeah. It's um it's really refreshing.
2: I wanted a scarlet letter on my exo suit, so you, know, you guys can be happy about it. <laughs>
0: uh, maybe they can make a, a special uh cape, you know, for people that want to uh, be stigmatized.:
2: Yeah, <laughs> I needed one, I needed at least one cheaty, I guess, character that can have that scarlet C on the cape. I don't know.
1: for cheesing it.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a little wedge of cheese.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so the game's trying to kill Baker. What's what's it doing to you, Jen?
1: Um it's making it a fun and lovely and friendly place for me to be. <laughs> Sorry, Baker. So I'm staying in. I'm staying in normal mode, and um, I had the opportunity last Saturday to play with Sherry from Dames. Oh, nice! We were having dames in space. So, um, so that was. It was a lot of fun. She'd never done a derelict before,
2: uh-huh.
1: so I took her to that nice, calm trainer derelict system. Yeah,
0: I was. And, I was in that system and saw her base listed.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I. I was like, I was um, encouraging her to put a base down in the system so she could come back and just farm the crap out of it when she needed to, because yeah. she was running low on nanites. And I was like, well, this is going to be a great way to do it. Yeah. So, um, so we got to do some of that together, and um, and it got me back on the um, back on the grind a little bit to upgrade my freighter. Um, I've been, I've been spending a lot of time doing, uh, kind of organizing my, um, my upgrades and my slots and stuff. I have a lot of ships (laughs) and, and, you know, just kind of going through stuff and, um, and packing up what's not needed. So doing a lot of housekeeping in my freighter and in my ships, and I realize that I am only two salvaged um frigate modules. Is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm only two away from the reality dethreader. Wow, and I am a hundred thousand away from a hundred thousand light years away from the center of Isentam. So I want to get to the center and I want to beef up my frigate or my my freighter. So um yeah, I'm I'm working on that. I'm doing Atlas missions and um I'm I'm going to I think tomorrow morning I have a plan to get up early, make myself some coffee and then just I have like 12 um beacons to find derelict freighters. And I'm just gonna go on like a a rampage, salvaging as much as I can through the scariest freighters to see what I can find mm-hmm. um, <laughs> because I want to get to the center, and I like doing it in the freighter i I mean doing it in my ships i'm I can travel much further in my ships i i think my um I think I'm at twenty eight hundred. Twenty three hundred? Something like that. Um the I can't tell if it's a three or an eight in the picture in my head, but um in my in my explorer
0: mm-hmm.
1: for hyperdrive range. So I can get further, of course, in my explorer than I can my freighter, but um but I want to do it in the freighter, it's fun. So well, you can fix that. I'm doing that. Yeah.
0: You just have to get more salvage frigate modules.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Because you can,
0: yeah. I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure what the the theoretical max is now, uh, but it's probably still between four and five thousand layers. Oh really? Yeah. Oh
1: wow! Wow.
0: Yeah, because you've got. I'm gonna have to get there then. You have three different modules that you can unlock um mm-hmm. with salvage frigate modules um that will give you i think like 2 200 300 and 800 light years
1: mm-hmm. and then the last one is like 50
0: and then you also get extra from um uh, doing the um the red green and blue system um upgrades so if you get those uh those engine upgrades uh they also add to your total light years.
1: Red, green and blue system like cadmium and indium and stuff? Yeah. Okay.
0: And so so I think that there it's it's either six or seven upgrades that you can do um outside of the three um Modules that you can add.
1: Now, can I increase my freighter lots for tech?
0: Yeah, yeah. Just uh, same as ships. You know, you just add them. You get the the uh, cargo bulkhead and oh, modules. Right. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and so then uh, that will. Uh, That'll add to add a slot to either tech or cargo um, for you so and if you haven't already unlocked uh the top three rows of um of your tech in freighter, then you may not have unlocked all of your um supercharged slots
1: I think I have the the top three unlock okay yeah.
0: But so yeah, so you want to kind of position your your um, your tech so that you know as many of them can uh, can hit um, superchargers as possible, uh-huh. um, and especially the one that gives you the eight hundred light year boost.
1: Yeah, that should be in one of those slots. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, do
1: they? Is it more beneficial to have them touch on multiple edges or is a line okay?
0: You got to kind of play with it. Sometimes a line works fine. It depends on whether they're, you know, they're, there's all different kinds. Um so uh, Zane just did a video on um su- supercharged slots and how to line them up and and you know, how to how to look at um you know, the different kinds of, of modules, you know, some of them are additive, some of them are multiplicative. And so you kind of have to figure that out and see, you know, what gives you the best, you know, the nice thing is, is with, with hyperdrive range, that's the easiest one because you can sit there and move them around and you can see the number change.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so you can just, you know, you know, play, Um, you know, with the squares until you get, you know, your, your longest hyperdrive range.
1: Good. Does it cost nanites to buy those spots? It does, doesn't it?
0: Um, no, you, I mean, you can.
1: Or to, to buy the, oh, no, right. It's the cargo, right? Yeah. The bulkheads. Yeah. The bulkheads. Okay. Okay cuz I've also been starving for nanites.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because
1: I'm still on my mission to liberate every living ship I can find.
0: <laughs> yeah, that takes a, <laughs> that, that takes a lot of nanites.
1: I gave Sherry one of my one of my eggs. Oh, nice. And um and I liberated one today. His name is Robbie. So I now have uh I I picked up um I did get that one that I was working on. Mm-hmm. And um He's beautiful. And I've been watching a lot of Supernatural. So his name is Dean. Um, And I don't know why I name them all male names, but, um, but Robbie is there. Could be like Margot Robbie. Right. Um, (laughs) And uh, so I have one egg left in my stock and I'm saving it for the new, the new galaxy. Hmm. That will be my reward for myself as the new galaxy so um also i am like i'm so broke on for not not, not quite as broke as as uh, baker is but pretty broke
2: i can't else. even pay attention
1: <laughs> 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 yeah so um in my quest for everything that i need and that i want i've been doing some atlas missions And I did one today that was, like, kill 55 monstrosities. And um, someone teamed up with me, and I thought, this is great. And it didn't count their kills. Oh, no. With my kills. So they finished and sent a message that said, you know, it's done. And I was like, no. No, it's not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I just hit the second... uh, the second site and I I still have to kill like twenty eight of them or fifteen or whatever the second one wanted me to do. Hmm. So so yeah, it wasn't it wasn't registering their kills. That's a bummer. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was a bug or what, but
0: Yeah, I mean it's it must have been because evidently yours were counting on their, you know, um counter, so
1: yeah, yeah, because they were like, "Ooh, it's done, like seconds in because I was just on a killing rampage. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I'm done with this one." Right. Okay, let's move on. But um, but yeah, they uh, they got finished way before me, And that's fine because I got like a ton of larval cores, um, which helped me liberate Robbie today. Yeah, there you go.: Yeah. But um, but yeah, that's all I've been working with. It was really nice though to play with Sherry,
0: and uh, yeah, it's been fun to see her um, posting stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So we'll have to figure it out. We'll we'll have to get her on as a uh, guest one of these days. Yeah, so she, she said
1: she would really like that. We should all get together and um, yeah, and do a do a play session.
0: Oh, that'd be it's hard
1: because she's in Australia to figure out a time where we can all play, <laughs> yeah. but um, but yeah, we'll figure it out.
0: Cool, cool. All right. Well, we will uh, we will get back out there in space and uh, be back with everybody with another episode very soon. So, thanks for listening.
2: See you in space.
1: That's what he said.
0: Thank you for listening to this edition of The Butcher, Baker, and Candlemaker in Space. Find more information about the show on Twitter at ISSS or ASAPodcasting.com. The Butcher, the man.